to see who has a heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. What this college needs is a good football team. And you can't have a good football team unless you have good football players. My boy, I think you've got something there, and I'll wait outside until you clean it up. Welcome to a special edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk, live on location. Don't go away, Applebee's Tailgate Talk is next. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Be listening for Limestone County Area High School Basketball this season from Play Action Sports. Hear coverage of girls and boys action from ABS, Ardmore, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Lindsey Lane, Tanner, and West Limestone online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app. Afterwards, you can download each game from the archives or stream it on demand while you're there, check out our schedule of upcoming games. Limestone County Area High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. This is Shelby Davis, West Limestone Head Football Coach, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC, the Big 1080. Todd Devon, the talent Tomlin, going alongside producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Veterans Day. We'll talk a bit about that um, in a bit. Uh, we've got a great lineup, as always, today. Um, we are actually at Kelly Gymnasium here on the campus of Calhoun Community College um, for the best boosting engineering science in robotics technology, robotics competition. I've never been to one of these things. The setup down here in the bottom of the gym, we're up top, is really cool looking. Um, I'm kind of guessing, Tim, it doesn't look like that way, but if anybody's ever seen those robotic wars on TV, they're really <laughs> freaking awesome. I don't think that's what we're going to be necessarily seeing today. But anyway, really great crowd, man. And for I've never been to one of these competitions. 
But, man, Bible school's out here in full force, along with a lot of other schools. I mean, it's a really good crowd here. So, um, I, th- I think they've won the last four of them. I know they were really good yeah. at what they did. Um, for those who's never been to one, you know, I know Alabama's getting ready to kick off here in a little bit, but if uh, football's not your thing and robotics is, so this is definitely a place you need to be. Um, I imagine if that goes on, the crowd's just going to get bigger, better, and even louder. And um, I don't even know what all schools are, are participating. We'll be speaking to Lori Rohn, who's over this event um, later in the show, and she can fill us in on all those great details. Um, you can look for us on Facebook at Applebee's Tailgate Talk and on Instagram or Twitter at Tailgate Talk AL. You can visit us online at tailgatetalk.net to get scores and archives of past shows. And you can also vote on this week's Athlete of the Week poll and enter nominations for future polls as well. Let's find the links to download the PAS Plus app for your Android or iOS devices. Follow the Tailgate Talk podcast on iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart, Google, and other popular platforms. And you can hear us on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS+. Plus." You can call or text us during the show at 256-812-1TGT. That's 256-812-1848. And our calling guests come uh, via the First National Bank hotline, making communities great. And our special guest segment is sponsored by Yellowhammer Roofing. We always appreciate those wonderful sponsors and all the many more that we have that put this show on. Um, we're going to have a great lineup today. We've got Kurt Pierce and Brad Kimbrew, um, who's a softball coach of James Clemens. They're going to come on and talk a little bit about James Clemens' Oxford football game, not Oxford, uh, Hoover game last night. Um, we'll have uh, East Limestone basketball coaches Jack Moran and Jessica Thompson. Ardmore basketball coaches. Ryan O'Donnell and James Kirkpatrick. Uh, and then the uh, Tanner basketball coaches, Dale Taylor and Victoria Griggs, along with Frick Daddy. Coleman, Clay Coleman, our Habit Cookup, and A.P. Stedham, our ACC guru. We'll get to all of them soon. Um, with all that said, I guess uh, we are ready for... Scores and more. Well, not a whole lot of scores from last night. We had, well, we had one game on Thursday... Uh, Tanner defeated Lamar County 64-55. to I don't know how much defense was played in that game. <laughs> it sounded like much. <laughs> and from my understanding, it was uh, at halftime, the score was much lower. Like all the scoring pretty much happened second half from what I yeah. was Yeah, Yeah, Tanner had to, to, to mount a comeback yeah. like they did uh, here a week or so ago. And uh, they, came, they came back. I was listening to the hometown – I say not the hometown radio, but the Lamar County radio. Their hometown. Uh, on, yeah, their hometown radio, and just to kind of keep up with it. And, um, you know, I was like, wow. I, I mean, I, I had started counting Tanner out wow. about third quarter. That bad. Because I was, uh, I don't know, I guess I was kind of planning ahead for coaches' shows that yeah, I still yeah, had yeah. to do, you know. And, and maybe I was, I, I kind of assumed that James Clemens would do yeah, a better job than they did last night. So, my my predictions were just flip flop, flip flopped. And so, uh, anyway, Tanner Tanner stays alive, and they will play Pisgah in round two uh, next week. Uh, speaking of James Clements, they had a good first half. They had a sixteen to seven lead over Hoover, and I, I don't know. It was just. Um, uh, turnovers turned into points. James Clemens turned uh, turnovers turned into Hoover points, and it's just like they almost like they couldn't get out of their own way. Um, 
I don't know. It, it was just like the, the concentration, just the focus, just kind of. Yeah. And, and to be able to catch Hoover on a supposed down year for them, you know, yeah. you were thinking, or I, I think most of us were thinking, you know, James Clemens would at least advance. Or, yeah. Or to yeah. rooting for him. And, I mean, you know, they did have a 4-6 and six record and still got into the playoffs. But, yeah. you know, that kind of tells you what kind of competition they were playing. Exactly. Because uh, Kirk Pierce was doing the play-by-play last night, and he was like, man, if they are fourth in their region, you know, <laughs> what kind yeah, of team exactly. are they playing with? So, anyway, uh, Hoover won that game 42-16. to And uh, Oxford defeated Athens 45-27. to So, both James Clemens and Athens are done. And that was surprising this. to me. I mean, I didn't know much about Oxford, but – I don't know. It just I think some of the predictions were it would be a closer, closer a closer game, game than that. Um, and it was close for a while, you know, and then right there at the end it's just like uh, Oxford just just pulled away. Um, let's see. Uh, oh well, going back to that Hoover game, Kirk sent me a text this morning and said that that was just his second start of the season. Really? And he's also the younger brother of Jameis Winston. Oh, well. So, okay. Uh, I don't know if there's something in the genes, but I mean, he was he was he was on there. I mean, the uh, he could he could run it, but I mean, there was another there was another uh Interesting took him that, that far in the season unless there was an injury or something to put him well, make him the starter. Yeah, and and I think maybe that's what that's one of the things they talked about last night was some of the personnel changes that maybe they had to make over the season and you know ended up working out working out well for coach Walter uh, so anyway but uh, next week is our uh, annual week early iron bowl show uh, we're scheduled to have uh, Terrence Cody on for our Alabama person I'm still working on Auburn people so yeah we don't really need this i mean <laughs> don't look too hard well I'm i mean telling, you know we need to have i always love to have that balance uh, i always just love to sit back and listen to the guys talk about you know their experiences with the iron bowl oh yeah it's just i can just sit back for two hours and not say a word and just listen to them get yeah. after it you know yeah and uh, you know i'm trying to get somebody who was who played for auburn at the same time yeah, that he did so cool. and maybe on the other side of the ball so uh they could have and, and, and it's you know, it's not like fans. You know, you get these players on together, and, it, you know, you expect them sometimes to be as hostile yeah, to no, each no, other no, as no. fans They are. have a different perspective, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot more respect than those fans have for one another. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's coming up uh, next week. So, uh, And then we'll be off the week after that and watching the Iron Bowl and stuffing ourselves that's right. uh, for for Thanksgiving weekend. But that's uh, Scores and More, brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. And it is loud here. Yeah. I, I, They're getting it, man. I, I told the guy down the, the balcony down here, I said, I... I didn't know what to expect. I expected it to be kind of like a science fair where you walk in and each one of the schools have their own little, little robot set up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, like this does this and this one does this. And then they all get judged on 
you know, uh, who they think the best one is, you know. But this is – No, they've got something set up here in the middle of, of the basketball court where obviously there's going to be some competition involved. I don't uh-huh. know what those uh, little tubes are for. I can't imagine robots going through those tubes. It looks, almost looks like a dog kennel set up where you yeah. watch those kind of dog like a, competitions where stuff are jumping and going through and under. Yeah. So it's like, going to be interesting Like an obstacle yeah, course. Yeah, obstacle something. course, yeah. And I don't know what I was being said, but, man, that crowd is into it. Yeah. I'm trying to see all the different schools. I don't know who the blue one is down here. Is this, would this be James Clemens? It's their colors anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bible school is obviously across the way. You've got green. You've got white. You got, it looks like there's a I don't know if gray. It's Pleasant Valley. It looks like PV on one of the signs, so I don't know. The, uh, They're called the Raiders, so I don't know. One school's got on doctor's coats, <laughs> lab coats. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they even got a little surgeon down there in the in the stands. Oh, they sure do. <laughs> That's cute. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the, I, I, I was telling the guy, you know, technology is everywhere, you know. And uh, he said, well, you know, geeks – Geeks can like sports, too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, and this is their athletic uh, competition type stuff, you know. I mean, this is the stuff that they live for. And, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I'm, hey, thank goodness for every one of them because if, if the world relied on somebody as dumb as me, we'd all <laughs> still be walking around or on a horse or something. <laughs> sure, so. so these are our future technology people. So I'm, hopefully our hands are uh, in good, good shape, and I think they are. Well, all right. Well, we're going to take us a quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll be joined by a slew of uh, guests that I mentioned earlier. Um, once again, you're listening to Todd, the talent, Tomerlin, Tim Lambert, producer extraordinaire, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big 1080. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus, and hear it in crystal clear quality. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community recognizes. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I am First National Bank Student Advisory Board Member Elijah Goins from Athens Bible School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test 
of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. If your place on the water needs some attention, call BP Riverworks. Boathouses, docks, seawalls, and repairs. Call Baron Pew at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pew at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks. Licensed and insured, 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk this Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC Radio as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the Havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc and Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hey guys, this is Max Howell. You listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC the Big Ten Eighty. Before I introduce our next guest, um, we are here at Kelly Gymnasium on the campus of Calhoun College at the Best Robotics, um, the Boosting Engineering Science and Technology Competition, and uh, they just did the national anthem. With that said, real quick, today is Veterans Day, and I just want to thank all those veterans um, on behalf of Applebee's Tailgate crew and uh, all the families that gave up so much to allow the men and women um, that have protected this country throughout and the ones that continue to do it. Um, you know, it's a huge sacrifice throughout. And, uh, you know, just prayers to those who are, 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 you know, in battles now and fighting. And and thank you for all of those who have done it in the past and uh, for making this country what it is. So, with that said, we are joined by the voice of the James Clemens Judge, Kurt Pierce, softball coach Bradley Kimbrew. Guys, uh, rough game last night against Hoover. Um, we were talking a little bit off air. Me and Tim were, and I think, uh, Coach, you might have mentioned, um, you know, them being the fourth seed, you would hate to have seen, or it might have been you, Kurt, one of y'all said, you know, you'd hate to have seen who their competition was. So, obviously, it's a, it's a lot of stouter competition south of here, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, <laughs> Brad, Brad and I talked about this a little bit last night before we went on the air. And the, just the different uh, storylines coming into last night. And, and when you think about the talent that Birmingham has and their record against North Alabama schools, that's just one of the storylines. Yeah. Um, but it's a big storyline, right, Brad? It's a sad storyline. It's a sad one. <laughs> yeah, there were tons of them, you know, in our game. But uh, that, that, it, the, the disparity there as far as records, wins and losses in the 7A, especially between the North and those Birmingham area schools, is is, is pretty significant gap. Um, I think, Kirk, they're out there, what, four North Alabama schools or what, four and 31 mm. since 7A yeah. began, you know, and – and he was quick to, to point out that James Clemens has three of those four wins wow. for North Alabama. So, yeah, as far as 7A playoff wins go, James Clemens is the flagship school. But, you know, Region 3 swept last night in, in round one, and that's not the first time nor the second time. I don't think the third time that they've done that. So it's really stiff competition down there in Region 3 with Hoover, Vestavia, Spain Park, Thompson, um, Hewitt Trustful. I mean, it is tough, tough yeah. competition down there. Yeah, it is. I mean, and it's just it's mind blowing. You know, it's year in, year out. I mean, at least easily the last decade, this has been going yeah. on. Um, if not, maybe even longer. I don't know, and I don't know what the answer is. But 
Um, <laughs> man, it'd be nice if we could figure it out, y'all. Well, you know, you, you think about that. I mean, for the longest time, Hoover was kind of the yeah. flagship school in that area. And now you've got Hoover, which is still, you know, Coach Waldrop, don't, that, we, we talked about this last night, that record, um, I think there were people down around Hoover that, that were not very happy with the way Coach Waldrop was going with the direction with Hoover. But I think last night what we were able to see is that record is not indicative of that team. That is a solid team going up against some really tough competition. They are, every team that they lost to this year were ranked top ten, whether it's in the state of Alabama or the state of Mississippi. So – Coach Waldrop had those guys set up just like Coach McGee did this year, I think, for, for James Clemens. The out-of-conference or in-conference play, the out-of-conference play for Coach Waldrop and Coach McGee this year set them up for uh, you know, the competition that they were going to be facing throughout the rest of the season in their region. Right. And I think that really played to, to Coach McGee and the James Clemens Jets benefits, giving them the opportunity to play against Muscle Shoals and to – you know, the uh, would you talk Gardendale, you know, yeah, all yeah. of these teams that they played out of conference or out of region set them up to win the region, um, region four and head into the playoffs with the number one seed. But unfortunately, ran into the buzzsaw of Hoover, who plays against Thompson and Vestavia Hills and, you know, Hewitt Trustful. And I could keep going. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, on some levels, some of those schools are almost junior college level, you know, talent i mean you know what i mean from top to bottom no i mean no question they, they no if they question. went to play some junior colleges across the state line in mississippi they would probably hang with them all day long that's just that's just you know their speed their strength their depth it's just you know it's phenomenal so you bring up a, you well, bring up a great point and even if they're not on the talent level they're run like junior college yes. football <laughs> yes. program and so you have money and you have resources and and you have uh, the ability to do certain things at some of those places uh, that you don't at others that's you know true. and you know that, that's not that's not you know yeah. knocking what they do you know props to them but um you know it creates a competitive advantage that they have and other places don't um that's true. Well, talk you know, and that and that there. Yeah, y'all talk a little bit about last night's game and what y'all saw. Well, yeah, Brad, Brad's going to have some really good insight on this, but I'll go ahead and throw out two things for me. The obviously the first and the second half played completely different. Hoover, um, well, Hoover came out flat in the first half. I'm just going to say it. And Coach McGee and the Jets had a great game plan. There were two things that were momentum shifts, I think. And, Coach Brad, you, you can allude to this. In the first half, we were able to block a punt in the end zone. Bryson Dowdell got us a safety on a blocked punt in the end zone. That was a huge momentum shift for James Clubman, and they owned the first half. Then they come out in the second half, and they drive the field in under a little over two minutes to score to put them within a touchdown of taking the lead or a couple of points from taking the lead. But then all of a sudden, the ensuing kickoff, Trey Sanders, their huge linebacker that's come on strong for Hoover, took nobody wanted to cover the ball, and he picked it up and ran, ran it down, and then Hoover scores again. Those two right there, I would say, were the momentum shifts for both teams. First half, unfortunately for us, that's Hoover's momentum shift, and they took over from there. Yeah, that was a backbreaker. And that's the second time that's happened on a kickoff like that this year, is it not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Muscle Shoals, yeah. that happened too. Go ahead, Brad. I, no, I agree. Those those two particular plays, big momentum 
ship or killers, you know, one or the other. And, you know, we had two weeks, as did Hoover, being off that last, you know, that last week of the regular season to prepare. So I was really proud of Coach Truett, our offensive coordinator, who came out and in the first half he showed Hoover something they were totally not ready for. Um, nobody was ready for. And I thought his game plan was really creative and innovative and using what we had as far as personnel uh, to, to do something new. And it kept Hoover really off balance as far as um, teaming against us. So we were able to put some, some points on the board and, and keep some drives together because they just were not prepared for what we were doing offensively. Our defense was absolutely dominant in the first half. Uh, I mean, you could not have asked for a better performance out of our defensive guys last night. That was incredible. You know, we're a fumble away from pitching a shutout in the first half. Wow. So it's, you know, that, that's that's huge when you look at the personnel that Hoover has. But, yeah, second half, Hoover comes out with, with major adjustments, and we just didn't have an answer for it. You know, it's a completely different team. I mean, Hoover was in the – they threw in the – their passing yardage in the first half was in the negatives. And oh, they yeah. and, and the person that it was at quarterback, and this was something that we – this was not a storyline that we knew last night going in, but this, this quarterback, Winston, in his second start, that's Jameis Winston's younger brother. And yeah. we, we, we weren't expecting him to start last night, and then he comes in in the second half, and he goes crazy. I mean, he he ran for one touchdown in the second half and threw for two more. Wow. So, and, and let me tell you, he threw a strike on a slant in the second half. That yeah. was a bullet. And I, 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 Brad and I kind of both looked at each other and went, uh-oh. You know, cause he, and he, Brad even kind of knew. He said they've been trying to do that all night, and it hasn't been there, and now they figured it out. So... And that's all it took, yeah. And Tim had mentioned off air that, uh, yeah, Jameis Winston's younger brother had, had come into the game. And I, So do y'all know by chance if, if it just took them that long to realize he should be the starter this late in the year or was there some injury in front of him? or how, do, you, do y'all have any idea how that came about? You know, they're different kids at quarterback when you look at the first four or five games of the year. Uh, and then there was time that they would go to kind of a wildcat look and, and try some different things with a different quarterback. And uh, I think their intent early on was to, to have a different offensive identity and, and to do different things. And just over time, I, I, think, I think they looked at it and just finally decided, okay, you, you know, you don't want to abandon something after week one. You know, you don't want to give up on personnel week two. You don't want to, you don't want to scrap everything and go back to the drawing board when it doesn't work week three, week four. You know, and I will say this: sure, there's a lot of people that look at Hoover this year and they go, "Wow, Hoover four and six, goodness gracious!" Hey, listen, there's a reason that there was a lot of turnover in the past two, three years there. You know, there, yeah. people inside Hoover knew that there were going to be some two years, three years of downtime. You know, they knew this was coming. So this is not news to those people in in the program. They knew that there was going to be a period of downtime, and I'm sure that Coach Waldrop knew that going in as well. Uh, So kudos to them for riding the ship. But I think that probably midway through the year, three-quarters through the year, they found this was what gave them the best chance to win. And, you know, if you're sitting at 500 – you know, do, do you go ahead and you start prepping for what's to come in the future? And yeah. I think that's probably what they did. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely it does. Yeah, that's probably where it came from. 
Well, guys, listen, man, y'all do a wonderful job. Y'all really do. I love listening to y'all's broadcast each and every week of James Clemens football. Um, y'all really formed a really great team, and it's, it's you know, informative. It's funny. It's exciting. Kirk, man, you make the game sound just, <laughs> I mean, just, man, dude. I mean, your calls on, on, on some of the bigger players are just, it gives, gives you goosebumps when you're listening to it. And I'm a Lee Limestone guy. So if you can do that to me, well, you're doing it to everybody, buddy. Well, I appreciate that, Todd. And, and, and let me just say this real quick. I know you guys got to go. But um, people ask us about our broadcast. We're, we're not the most professional broadcast. Um, you're, if you're listening, if you're wanting to hear Brett Musburger, you're not going to get that. <laughs> but what you are going to get are three guys sitting on the couch, having an adult beverage or whatever right. it is, and we're watching football and we're talking about it amongst ourselves. So yeah. we have a blast, and, and we appreciate you guys. Well, it's the best. Uh, um, thank you. Really we really is. appreciate that. Well, all right. Well, guys, y'all take care, man. We'll have y'all back on soon, and we appreciate everything you do. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Man. Thanks, All right. Talk to y'all. All right, take care. That was the voice yeah. of the James Clemens Jets, Kirk Pierce, along with uh, softball coach um, Brad. I've lost my mind. Kimbrew. I just had a brain fart. I'm down here looking at these robots trying to figure out what they're fixing to do. It just looks like it's crazy, Tim. I, hopefully we'll get to see a little competition here. But anyway, you're listening to WKC, the Big Ten 80. Congratulations to Tanner's Tylen Hall, our Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week and winner of a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from that shirt printing place. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter nominations for future polls. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or major sporting event, a picnic or festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform. Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. 256-566-5298. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256 232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street. Open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. 
Davis and Cole LLP. PASnetwork.net. It's now your gateway to the Play Action Sports Network. Whether it's play action sports coverage of school, youth, and amateur sports from Athens and Limestone County, or Calhoun basketball, James Clemens sports, and Applebee's tailgate talk via PAS Plus. PASnetwork.net. Follow the links to download apps to hear live streams and podcasts, enable Alexa skills, or listen live on your computer. Covering Athens and Limestone County area sports, PASnetwork.net. Hi, this is Chris Kuhn, formerly of the Alabama Crimson Tide and Indianapolis Coach, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC the Big Ten 80. We're here at Keller Gymnasium on campus in Calhoun College. Um, being joined by, we're at a robot, robotics competition, the best boosting engineering science robotics and technology competition. And joining us on the phone are East Limestone head coaches, the boys coach Jake Moran, girls coach Jessica Thompson. Coaches, how are y'all this morning? Good. How about you? We're doing all right. Yeah, doing well. So, um, real quick, I'll cover the area for those that are listening. Y'all are Area 5 or 5A, Area 16, um, Madison Academy and Ardmore. Is that the two teams this year, correct? Yes. Okay, very good. Now, um, I, I tried to find where y'all played some games this year, but I didn't see where either y'all have tipped off yet. Is that right or, or no? Uh, well, the girls we played this past week on Tuesday, we actually played at Huntsville High School. Oh, okay. How'd y'all do? Uh, came out with about a 16, 17-point win. Um, nice. Jumped nice. out on them, jumped out on them, hit a six, seven threes, and they just, just played really well together. And, um, hey, it was, it was a fun game to be a part of. Well, sounds like it. Six or seven threes, that's a pretty nice way to start out a season. That's a yeah, – Yeah, yeah. We were, you know, got a lot of a lot of young kids. Um, we only have two two starters returning from last year. Oh, wow. So, got a lot of got a lot of kids that have never played varsity basketball before. But, hey, they got out there. They played hard. Um, you know, didn't give up. Diving on the floor for loose balls. Um, attacking the gap. So, hopefully we'll have that continue throughout the season. Yeah, so having those – having only those two returning starters did you mm-hmm. are you sticking with what you do and how you do it or have you had to adjust a little bit to what you've got on the court um we've had to adjust a little bit i mean obviously coming from last year's team we had a lot of size yeah uh this year you know we're not as big as we were uh we are a little bit quicker a little bit more athletic position to position so just you know had to make some adjustments defensively um offensively as well um you know so i think you know, as a as a high school coach, sometimes you don't have the luxury of, you know, sticking with one no. game plan or one defensive style. You know, you you have some staples in there, but right. you know, we have to adjust to the kids that we have on the court. Um, you know, and it's it's going to be a learning experience this year. But so far, I was I was pleased with how they handled Tuesday and didn't get too rattled in a big environment. You know, you go yeah. and play at a seven eight high school. There's a lot of people there. It was very loud. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I was. I was pleased with just their overall effort and just attention during the game. Yeah, no doubt. Big deal. Um, Coach Moran, what about you, bud? Y'all haven't tipped off the season yet, have you? We, we start this week. We start uh, Tuesday at Elk Mine, and then Friday we go to El- uh, to Athens. Wow, that's the way to start it out, isn't it? Yes, sir. So should be a good week, good first week. Um, you know, guys are excited, ready to play. We've been – you know, practicing for a while now, so it's ready to tip it off. 
I don't um, get on Facebook very much. I just happened to pop on there last night, and I happened to see where, um, I guess on y'all's East Limestone basketball page, each day y'all are putting up a, a, a player, a new, you know, introducing the team. I like that. That's pretty That's cool. cool. That's pretty cool. Get the, get the guys, you know, out there where folks can see them and who they're going to be coming to watch play. Um, talk about some of the guys you've got coming back. Um, this year we, I mean, we'll return our guys that we started pretty much the whole season last year. We return all five starters. Nice. Um, so you know, pretty excited about that. And then we we got. Um, we only had three seniors last year, so we returned a lot of guys with playing experience. Um, you know, our leading scorers last year were Zach Kane and Chandler Moore. They're back. Um, we'll play. I mean, we got 12 guys on varsity, and you know, we'll pretty much play all 12 guys. Okay. So pretty deep this year. You know, pretty experienced. So excited about that. Ready to get going. Um, our starters. First couple of games will be different. We got a couple of guys that got banged up in football, but once everybody gets good to go in the next few weeks, we'll be we'll be trying to get things rolling. Well, good deal. And what about as far as uh, kids coming up? Have you pulled any any younger guys up, or just maybe some of the kids coming up from the uh, middle school? Are there any of those guys going to be able to help more so than others? Uh, no. Um, as far as varsity goes, we we pulled up a few guys that played JV for us last year. Uh, Charles Burgess, uh, Charlie Eastlick, uh, Ricky Spates, those three guys we pulled up from JV last year. And then the rest was the guys that played varsity last year. So, um, like I said, we got a lot of guys back from last year, so we'll be more experienced team. You know, we'll be better. We're going to play a lot faster this year um, just because we have a better understanding, had a great off season yeah. with these guys. So, um, no, we, we won't – it won't be much of a different team than it was last year with the guys that you see and hear from. Yeah. Now, um, what about how practice is going? I'm sure at this point um, the guys are ready to get out there and, and take some of that aggression out on somebody else other than each other inside of practice, huh? Yeah, it's been pretty good. We've had some really good days of practice. And like you said, we were talking about it the other day at practice with the coaches. We were like, man, they're just tired of tired of beating up on each other. They're ready to, you know, go and take out some aggression and, and just go and have fun and get on the court, you know, playing against somebody else other than ourselves. So um, I can't complain. Our energy levels have been really good in practice. Effort's been there. So just excited and ready to get started. Good deal. Speaking with uh, East Limestone head coach Jake Moran and girls basketball coach Jessica Thompson. Um, coach Thompson, um, do y'all have, are y'all going to be in any Thanksgiving, Christmas tournaments, anything like that coming up? Uh, yeah, we are going down to Gunnersville and playing um, at the facility, the Supreme Court Center, just to give us a chance to match up with some teams that we normally don't see uh, during the, the season. Um, Christmas tournament, we're planning on going to uh, the – Battle of the Borders at Athens again, just to give us some some looks that we don't normally get to see. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of exciting for the girls to to play different different teams that they may not see ever. You know, maybe once in their whole high school career. So, so that's our plans for for our tournaments. Right, well, good deal, Coach Moran. What about you? Any Thanksgiving, Christmas tournaments coming up? Yeah, we're playing. We're playing in a one day classic at. Madison Academy and one day classic at Wallace State during Thanksgiving. 
and then we're going to play in the Bracey Invitational at Destler during Christmas. Okay. So those one-day classics, are they um, multiple games, or is it just a one-game, one-off? Uh, it's just one game. I mean, you can play in multiple days, but we're just playing in one day at MA and one day at Washington. Okay. So, um, you know, both were, I think, two-day events, but we played one each day. So, Okay. Um, we'll start with you, Coach Thompson. Have you had a chance yet to even um, kind of scout out maybe Madison Academy and Ardmore, um, maybe some other schools uh, in the area? I, I really haven't. I mean, a lot of people haven't haven't played. Um, you know, the, this is their kind of first week. I know from last year, Madison Academy is returning a couple of their starters that were their leading scorers. They have some size. Um, you know, they can shoot the ball pretty well. Um, Ardmore, I know they're definitely going to be a lot bigger than us. Um, you know, and Ardmore always plays very tough, very physical. So, I mean, you know, there's a, a good shot for us to, to compete in the area. Um, you know, but we're just, like I said, we have so many young kids. I'm just focused on just kind of growing every single game and and just letting the chips fall where they do and just, just focus on getting better and, and where we want to be. You know, in January, may, we may look a little bit different in our first couple of weeks of the season. So. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough area, but, hey, that's what that's why you coach and that's why you play. And I'm excited to see these young kids develop. They have a lot of natural talent. Uh, just got to get them out there and get some varsity experience on them. Yeah, let, me, let me ask you about this new foul rule that they're starting this week or this year. How? Mm-hmm. What are your – what are y'all's thoughts on that? Um, I know for us when we played um, Huntsville, you know, the – that was a big game changer because they Huntsville had a great they did a great job shot um, a lot of free throws were actually up about 25 and they cut the lead um, you know because we, we got some foul calls and you know I think we were on the sixth seventh foul and you know the third and fourth quarter so just give them opportunities to get two two shots on the line you know of course when you're ahead you want the clock to run and you know the game stops so I, I definitely think it's going to be a game changer um, you know for teams but especially teams that can shoot the free throw shots very well. So you, so you like it, you think? Uh, you know, I mean, I guess <laughs> there's some probably mixed emotions about it. Um, I mean, I'm an old man. I can't stand it. I cannot yeah, stand yeah. it, but I'm old, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think sometimes it kind of gets the kids, especially depending on how the game is called, um, maybe to not play as hard on defense because they know, hey, this is the fourth foul. The next one, they're going to be shooting two. Yeah. Um, so it well, so, could potentially yeah. take a little aggression out of defense. So That's a great you know, point. I don't know. We'll, you know but it also um, takes some of the strategy out of y'all's hands, you know. Like, there's how many games through the years have we seen where, you know, it's late in the game and you've got to put them on the line for one and one, hoping they miss the free throw mm-hmm. and so you can go down and score. That's how teams get back into the game. And now that's been taken yeah. away. I just I just don't I don't like it. But anyway, they didn't ask yeah. me. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very different on Tuesday for sure. It took a little bit of getting used to. You know, when the fifth foul came up and, you know, they go to the line and shoot two, I was like, wait, what's that? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, hey, we'll see how it, how it develops yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. Coach Moran, what are your thoughts on it? Um, we haven't, you know, we haven't played yet, so I hadn't really seen how it's going to affect in-game. My first thoughts was I think if you're down at the end of the game, it makes it easier because, you know, there's a lot of times where you're sitting at three fouls for the second half, and you got to foul four more times before you can even put a team on the line. So I now think that being at five, it makes it a little bit quicker. And also, you know, if, if you're winning a game and now you're getting two free throws instead of one and one, so 
you know, you hope that, hey, even if they miss the first one, they get a chance at making a second one. So you're at least coming away with one point. So yeah. I think it's going to be different, but I think it could be, I guess, the way you, however you look at it, whether you're losing or winning, it could be better for you either way. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it depends on how it benefits you. I mean, there, not. you're right. I mean, there are <laughs> yeah. times where, you know, a team may only have two or three fouls, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're needing to stop the clock and put people on the line. You're having to quick, you know, do a lot of quick silly fouls just to, to get up to put them in the bonus. Um, and I will say, no reflection on either one of y'all's teams, but no better than the free throw shooting is in high school basketball the last few years. <laughs> you know, it may not right. be that big a deal. <laughs> if they can't hit the yeah. first one, they probably ain't going to hit the second one. So, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Depends on who's at the line, I know. But anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, we're looking forward to both y'all seasons uh, tipping off. Um, we'll certainly have y'all back on here a lot more during the year. And, uh, of course, be rooting for y'all. And um, so, once again, uh, both y'all, y'all got Elkmont next week, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Elkmont okay, Athens, right? Very good. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us. We appreciate your time, and we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having us. Having us on. All right. I was the head basketball coaches of East Limestone, boys coach Jake Moran, girls coach Jessica Thompson. We appreciate them joining us as always. We're going to take us a quick break. And uh, you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big 1080. Miss part of this week's Tailgate Talk? Go online to tailgatetalk.net and hear the archives. Call or text us with your comments during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000-square-foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, the Lions Den Gym, 256-652-2627. This is First National Bank Student Advisory Board member Claire Holt from Athens Bible School, and I love First National Bank. They make it easy for me to balance school, work, and my social life. With convenient services like online banking, bill pay, and the mobile app, I can take care of my finances without having to worry. I can check my balance, transfer funds, and I was even able to deposit my paycheck from my phone. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a play-action sports update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and 
weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is Clint Woodson, head football coach at East Limestone, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. When you're born in this world, you're given a ticket to the freak show. It's just a freak show anyway. Welcome back to Apple's Tailgate Talk on WKCB1080. Being joined as always by our happy cook up, Clay Freak Daddy Coleman, who is also, for whatever reason, just wants to be punished, is in the stands. I'm, uh, I'm calling the upset today. <laughs> oh! My man is calling an upset. He's feeling good. <laughs> hey, when I was here, when I, the last time I was here was uh, when true. Kentucky beat Florida. So it's first time in a long time. So And I was there in the swamp when Kentucky beat Florida. So, I mean, hey, this could be the day, right? Ah. I love you, buddy. I love you. I really do. And I want you to have the best time, and I want you to be safe coming home. But I don't want you to win, brother. So. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, right. Oh, man. Yeah, we, we, we left the football game last night and drove all the way through. We got to Lexington at 4.30 in the morning and slept till about 9, and then we're Holy up and ready to watch some football. I was going to ask you how you pulled that off because, sadly, James Clemens' uh, season came to an end last night. And, uh, we had Kirk Pierce and Bradley Kimbrew on earlier and, uh, to talk to him about it. But, uh um, T-Bone had a great season and, and look forward to seeing what all he does this summer and all the schools come knock on his door. Um, just, yeah, just more and more, excited. so we're excited for him. Um, yeah, it, was a, it was a tough loss last night for sure. Yeah, kind of surprising. Of course, you know, it's kind of like they said, you know, whoever plays in such a hard, hard area down there, you know, that record wasn't reflective of the team that they actually are. And, uh, you know, we've talked to you and me, and the group has talked about this before, how – South Alabama just seems to have our number up here up north last decade or so, it seems, you know. So. It, yeah, I did, the, I did the math on it or whatever, and it was 4-39 uh, and 39 as the record 7A football against Region 3. Yeah, well, and check this out. So who has three of those four wins? James Clements. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Coach Kimbrew or Kirk One brought that up, so – um, which hats off to them, but um, not so much maybe rest of the teams up here <laughs> representing um, all of our different schools in, in North Alabama. But, you know, I don't know. Every year we keep on thinking we're going to turn it around, and every year we don't. So I don't know what the answer is, but I don't know. Yeah, just Birmingham just too tough, and they got they got these apartments where people could move into. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great. <laughs> no, that's a fact. And it happens, and we all know what happens for sure. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit of last night's man, a big game last night. Um, shootout, um, the uh, Havoc win in a shootout. Um, talk a little bit about it. It was a close game back and forth all night. Scored, they scored late, right? To, to tie it yes. up, yes, yeah. And you know, it, it needed to be a situation where they just had the, the losses at home were just back to back to back, so they need to have a break there. So, yeah, no kidding. Um, I'll never be able to say his name right. I can't even check. Tell him, say it to him. Alex Kilcheski. There we go, Kilcheski. Just call him Killer. Killer. Kilcheski and, yeah. and uh, 
And I, and I may be, I mean, you may, I may have to cut you guys short. I think they're about to do the national anthem. Oh, okay. So I look really bad doing a radio show. Uh, doing an anthem, but no, but yeah, the the havoc was. Uh, they need that win, but you know, like hockey is different than football. It's just, it's a situation to where you, you know, you don't, you don't go undefeated. You know, so you rather get those bumps and bruises. And uh, you're a brand new team, a lot of new guys, new coaching staff. So uh, I'd rather them gel later in the season than gel now. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. Well, man, listen, we'll let you go. We know you're there in the middle of the sub, and we don't want you to be looking bad like the dude on the radio. So. <laughs> oh no! Well, I'm sitting, I'm sitting right in the middle of the Alabama section with Kentucky stuff on. Well, you, so we'll you already Amber. look bad then. I know, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they're all, all right. they're all wondering who, which Alabama fans sold you their tickets, and they're going to find him, and they're going to hurt him. So. <laughs> well, 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 the funny thing is, I, I, we bought our tickets separately. My son-in-law bought them. And then, literally sitting in front of me are two guys that I partied with in Madison, Alabama, for years. What's the chance? No way that we were, and they're huge Bama fans, so it should be a fun game. All right. Well, have a great time. All right, Phil. All right. Thank you, guys. I all appreciate right. it. Be safe. All right. That was Clay Freak Daddy Combe and our having cook up. Clay, we didn't get to talk about it much, but um, Wilson had 34 saves last night. Uh, we'll say the next four games um, are on the road. First one being the Evansville Thunderbolts. And our next home game will um, actually be Thanksgiving night against Peoria. And then the next night, that Friday night on the 24th, same teams will face up, and it'll be Star Wars night, Tim. So yeah. uh, everybody that's a big Star Wars fan can plan on coming out and uh, wearing their different Star Wars costumes. It's always a fun night. And it's always cool to see everybody dressed up. So um, you want to talk about the Havoc game a little bit last night? We'll take a break. I, well, I mean, you know, I was I was at a football yeah. game too, just like Clay was. So I was keeping up with the score, and uh, I did I did uh, go into one of the groups late last night or early this morning, and uh, um, <laughs> somebody said somebody was. Uh, Getting on to the person, whoever yelled "shut out" with 16 seconds oh. left. <laughs> and, and yep. so they, Jinx. Yep, that's, that, never that fail. It. But they did, you know. At least they did snap that uh, losing streak. Okay. No you know. And I knew it was late in the game. I didn't realize it was 16 seconds when they tied it. Jeez. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and nothing's more fun, to, or at least to me, than than shootout hockey. You know, I mean, Sunday is pretty fun, but man, when it comes to a shootout, whoo, that's just to me, that's just so much fun, man. I'd hate to be the goalies in those situations for sure. Yeah. But uh, Wilson did a great job. So we're going to take us a quick break, and uh, you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC, the Big 1080. Congratulations to Miles Boone, Ashley Russell, Johnny Brink, Kaylee Harper, Andy Pilot, and Rachel Arnold. This week's Howl with the Havoc winners. They each pick up tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc in action this season. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name, and you may be your next winner. Tailgate Talk will be right back. Now that you've got that new place on the water, BP Riverworks can finish the picture with a boathouse, dock, or seawall. Call Baron Pew at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pew at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks. 
Licensed and insured, 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. Now on a platform near you. The only year-round weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin' Havoc podcast. News, interviews, and more. Dropping every Thursday, we'll just reek of the Huntsville Havoc. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform via the PAS Plus app and online at reekinhavoc.com. This is ex-NBA player and coach Rudy Tomsadovic, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Todd Divide, the talent Tomlin, along with producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, here at Calhoun Community College at BEST, the Boosting Engineering, Science, Robotics, and Technology competition. And we are joined by the director, I guess, for lack of a better word, of, Absolutely. This, of this competition, Lori Rohn. Lori, thank you so much for having us here, inviting us. Uh, Tim and I have neither been to one of these. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for being here. <laughs> no it's a idea. lot of energy in this it room. Is a lot of energy. Um, yes. Being a, you know, we're a sports show. Yeah. This is... This Falls is a sporting right event. Absolutely. Absolutely. People don't realize how it is. Yeah. it has that same energy. Was, well, listen, I've been to a lot of high school basketball games around here the last few years, and I can't say that there's oh. as much energy in those gyms yeah. as there is in this gym today. <laughs> That's great. It's the so kids cool are to they see the different so schools, pumped. the way they're um, organized, they're, the way they're dressed. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I was hoping it was going to be BattleBots. Yes, everybody, what everybody says that. that. And I've even wanted to plan a camp for these kids so that oh, we could have a God. BattleBots moment because but, that is what they all actually right. kind of want. But, no, this is so much more. Well, well exactly. I mean, you're sitting here looking at the obstacle course, and, and it, you know, and I even said earlier, thank God for the youth the, and, or anybody on the intelligence level of these young people. Oh, yes. It's if it was still left up thing. to me, we'd still be riding horses. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, what these kids are able to do with with just what, you know, it's hard to see what all the materials are from up here, but it looks like just wood, fiberglass, oh, yeah. yes. rubber, plastic, and steel or something. Yes. You know, and then obviously a motor, but this it's thing, amazing. So the th- what we do, these kids don't pay anything to be here. There's oh, no great. fee. They don't have to buy any of their supplies. Wow. When they come for kickoff, we give them all this material. We have sponsors. We have grants. We have supporters. That's awesome. So that's where all of this comes from. They pick up a kit of consumable items, and they pick up a kit of returnable items. They use those items oh, okay. over eight weeks. They build their robot so they don't have to actually invest anything in it so that it makes it a lot more accessible for schools who aren't yeah. able to Absolutely. participate. In yeah. some of the Which other I'm sure there are a lot are. Yes. More rural areas. But yes. When I mean, you're looking down here, and I'm glad you said that because I noticed that most of the robots are all, not, they're not identical, but they look very similar, which yes. makes more sense since right. they're all using the same material. Yes. And there's only that so much you can do. Everybody on the material. same playing field. Yeah, so absolutely. You don't it's have like NASCAR. Yeah. You know, kind of like yeah. everybody's supposedly got right. the, you know. Right, yes. Now, the, the robotics teams wouldn't dare skim or with it. They wouldn't dare, like, like <laughs> no. skim the rule. I'm teasing. They're a little <laughs> bit more ethical probably. So honest. <laughs> oh, they, they will come to us if we give them an extra part. Like, oh, wow, wow. Oh, man, we, we don't need a new one of these. We, we already have one That's of those. Awesome. So that they're, so awesome. they're great kids. So how many schools do you have participating today? This year we have seven schools. Wow. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, I say Bible school, mm-hmm, we have, obviously. We have Athens oh. Bible, Huntsville Christian. We have Crossroads Christian, Winfield. Now that I name them, if I'm going to leave one off, I'm yeah, going to I feel terrible. Um, let's see who else is out there. Athens Bible, Crossroads. I have a list for you. Who's in the Who's in the doctor's lab coats? I believe that is dark. So Decatur Austin Robotics okay. Coalition. Decatur and Austin good. team up for this oh, event. Oh, okay. So usually those right, two yeah, schools rivals, are competing yeah. schools. Yeah, they, they wouldn't happen on the football field <laughs> no, or no, basketball no. court or baseball field. <laughs> yeah. no, absolutely not. That's cool that they can So they, they share a workspace. That. They all work together. They're a fantastic team. Um, so uh, how did you get into this? Oh, it's a funny story. Okay. So everyone I'm sure says that, but this one actually. So I had just started at Calhoun as lab assistant. I've since, yeah, I'm now faculty here. But I was lab assistant at the time, and our secretary was up front. She was just sorting hardware. And so I'm like, what is Jenna doing sorting hardware? So I was looking, you know, I kind of hovered for a minute. And she needed some help. So I started making her keys for the hardware and how to sort the hardware and everything. It's like, what are we even doing this for? She's like, well, kickoff for best is tomorrow, and we don't have the kids together. And it was just a, it was a thing. So I sat down and helped. And then I said, well, I can come tomorrow and see if I can help out. It turns out we needed someone really bad to fill that oh, role. Wow. So I was up on the mic. Two days later, I was co-director of the hub. Wow. So that is a funny it, story. It kind more. of was a, a very downhill slide, but here we are, and it's been fantastic. That's I awesome. walked into it knowing absolutely nothing about the competition, learned a lot from the teams, figured things out, and we've we've really pulled it together. Well, and mean, then we have here today. I mean, just, I mean, I wish people, you know, this is radio, obviously you can't see it, but, I mean, it is so well organized. 
organized. I mean, and, you know, when you're on the outside looking in, you think, wow, this is wonderful. Yeah. Must have been a piece of cake. Obviously oh, not. Yeah. There's so much going on in, in the behind the scenes. That, I want to make it like, you know, the duck feet like people talk about <laughs> with like the little feet. Moving. Yes, that's that's the goal. There we go. But it's all the volunteers and the supporters. It's, well, it's, it's They've done fantastic. It, and the great thing is we have them coming back year after year. Those same yeah, volunteers come back so that we have those leadership yeah. roles. Yeah. And every year it gets a little well, easier because we're not too. training every exactly. year anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's that been really helpful. It does make it much easier. Well, I mean, obviously they all fell in love with it like you yes. as well. So, yeah. And, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, this is just uh, – I mean, the way it's laid out. Now, so getting back to the competition, obviously mm-hmm. it's like an obstacle yes. course type thing. And, and I saw the robots had certain tasks, I guess, they're having yes. to do. Now, is this a judge competition? Is it a time competition? Oh, yeah. Both. Both? Okay. Yes. So right. we've got our refs out there. They're keeping score. Every year, Best Robotics releases a new competition. The teams don't learn about it until they're here for kickoff. So at oh. kickoff, that's when they actually see what they're going to do. And then they have the eight weeks to build the robot to meet the task. Okay. So, Which is really... To me, it sounds like a short time. It is a very okay. short time. I, it is they're they're eating, breathing, and sleeping I robots bet. that entire eight weeks, and so they have the competition for for game day. When they're here, they have three minute matches, and there's a lot of different tasks out there. So what they have to do is prioritize the task and build their robot to achieve the task that they think they can accomplish and get the most points. So oh. every team's not going to do every task. So and so some tasks are obviously harder than yes, others, or which whatever. are worth and, more. Points. More points. Okay. Yes. Wow. So maybe they want to stack those lower point things because that's what they know they can achieve. Or maybe they want to spend that three minutes trying to get that really high impact yeah. item. But they have to build for that. So their right, robot right. has to be capable of form- performing those operations. So so if they aren't, say, able to perform that harder task, are they able to, to move down and say, hey, we want to next time? I mean, yes. is it just a one-shot oh, yeah. deal or yeah. do they have it's, more it's, it's all kind of on the okay. fly. So okay. if, they, if they want to change their strategy mid-game, they absolutely can. They have to come up with their drivers before the event so the order of the drivers is set before we even okay. start. So we know exactly who's going when. They can't change that, but what their drivers are doing, completely up okay. to the driver. Now, I noticed that um, you got those um, three little tunnels, I don't know if you like a better word. On Those the are statement. arteries. Okay, arteries. Okay, I did hear him talking <laughs> yes. about that earlier, but it's hard to they hear They may look like cardboard right. tunnels, but they're arteries. Um, so the arteries, I, I noticed mo- that most of the teams were going for that first, but the drive, but there was somebody on the backside telling mm-hmm. the driver yes. where where to turn or where to... So they move. can use their spotter. Every okay. driver has a spotter, okay. so their surgical assistant. Their surgical assistant is on the other side and saying, you know, left, right, up, right. down, getting them into position. And if they go for those blind tasks, the tasks that the driver can't see, they get more, more points, points for okay. those. So what, those are more challenging. So on, sure. that, on that back side, since we can't see the back side of what the robot's doing, what tasks are they trying to perform in that artery? Are they trying to put something so in there? So there's, there's plaque in that artery. Okay. It may look like little wooden blocks, but no, it is definitely <laughs> plaque. So they have surgical tools. They scrape That's that awesome. plaque out of there, and the plaque has to fall on the robot oh, wow. and then get to wow. the to the biohazard biodisposal area over on the side of the field in order so to get their points correct. Oh, we were assigned this. So oh, well, Best okay. Robotics, they are the the organization, oh, they okay. come up with these challenges okay. every year. So they let us know what we're going to do. We go to a prototype weekend uh, every year in the spring. We learn about the challenge, we ask questions, we give feedback. Everybody looks at it so that we can kind of get as much perspective on it as possible. Yeah. All the hub directors do. And then they make any necessary changes 
changes and then we get the final drawings and the final game early summer so that we can start to build this yeah, yeah. and then release it to the kids in fall. So our kickoff date is usually in September. We have game date early so from November. September till now it's just yes, wide it's open. it's just wide open. Yeah. Then okay. once they finish here, our top four teams, oh. so they're competing for, for the best award. That's the overall award where they have engineering notebook, marketing presentations. They have team exhibits and interviews, spirit and sportsmanship. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so they have so all there's so much more areas. than just what yes. they're doing out here. On so the they board. don't even have to be really robotics kids. They don't have yeah. to enjoy the you know engineering because not everyone right. does. Well, I mean that's what makes a great team, right? Yes. You've got the marketing person, yes. you've got the engineering person, Absolutely. you've got the whatever. I mean, yep. that is awesome. So the the actual head-to-head competition, just a small component yeah. in the best award. Then we have just the robot competition. So two teams, the first and second place for best award, and the first second place for the robot competition, they get to go to the championships. So South's best championship is going to be held at UNA this year. Okay. First time UNA is hosting it, so we're really excited about that, that's especially neat. being a little bit closer. closer. Yeah, it was absolutely. at Auburn before. Okay. So we'll be over there, and that's December 2nd at okay. UNA. Well, that's exciting stuff. It is. Now, so we got a robot out there now. I haven't seen anybody jump into the middle of that obstacle course. Is that, that is challenging. Deal? Okay. Yes. It looks I, like it would be from here because it's so tight. Yes. So what that is, that is the heart. So the way that this is set up, it's like a body. You've got, this is surgeries that are happening in here, robotic surgeries. That heart in the middle has some bad valves. So the heart, the, the robot has to go into the, the actual heart. So they're going into the atrium and going in there to replace that faulty wow, heart that valve. Be, yeah. So the robot has to lift that valve up, dispose of it, get the new valve, and then implant that valve into its place. So I'm not surprised that we're not getting a lot of activity in the heart. <laughs> it looks like we've got a little action. Kind of, and, and, you know, I was just looking at it. You would think that one robot would go in there and, and just do whatever. But you got you got four robots in here. And not only do they have to get where they're going, they, they're might run into each other yes. down there too. Yes. They got a <laughs> It's kind of like for those that's been to a gym a, a gymnastics competition. You know, you've got multiple so things going, going on. So much going on at, at the time. same time. Yeah. It's it's visually overwhelming. It, yeah. yeah. It can be. Well, you know what? And I'm glad you brought that up. And this is going to be a weird question. Okay. But being as a lot of uh, young people that go into robotics may very well be how can I word this politically? Okay. Um, I don't know. I just my son's got autism. He's on yes. the spectrum. Yes. A lot of people on the spectrum probably love this. Absolutely. Kind of stuff. If you go down and start speaking with the students, you will definitely see that yeah. population represented uh, okay. here. Yes. But, but at the same time, wow, it's over. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's just yep. overwhelming. A lot of them are wearing their soundproof headphones okay. right now, okay. so that that helps them. And most of them have done this before, so they know that what they're in for. They know, you know, if they need to take breaks, they can absolutely awesome. take breaks. But yeah, there's there's a lot of variety of kids out there right Man. now, for sure. Well, you've done an absolutely phenomenal job. I appreciate um, that. Me and Tim had no idea what to expect. <laughs> we're blown away. I think. I we're just. I told the guy down there. I said I expected to walk in and it'd be like a big science fair. You know, where yes. Each had a booth. You know, demonstrating what their robots could do. Um, so how many? T- okay, they put three minutes up here on the yes. on the three minutes scoreboard here. Oh, okay. How, how many? How many times do does each team get to? 
so well, we, we have eight seating rounds today. So we'll okay. do those eight seating rounds, and so all the teams will get to go. So however, however many times that winds up oh, being in okay. the end, and it, they'll be on different sides each time. They'll be paired with another team each time, so it's mixing things up. And then once this is over, we'll have our we'll have our wild card, our semifinals, and then our finals at the very end, hoping okay. to wrap up around 4:30 for the awards. Um, now. Do does each robot have to um, perform in every every competition? Say if one has something go out, the machine goes out, motor, whatever. It would be a forfeited match. Yes. So, so they can't like fix it. And oh, they back can in? fix it. Okay. So on the other side of the curtain, I there, they on the back of the curtain. Okay, yeah. I was, yeah. And that was actually what was behind. The yeah, curtain. it's behind the curtain. I figured none of our business. Pay no attention to that man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so I, our I, and pit I can area. Them working back there. Yeah, okay. so we kind of close that off so they're not feeling the pressure of the right. people watching them. But that's where they do all their maintenance, all their repairs, any changes they need to make. That so all happens allowed, back there. They are allowed to make changes. Yes, within certain they have, they do have to be. They have to go through compliance, so we have to make sure that everyone is compliant. The robot gets weighed, the robot gets measured, it gets looked over to make sure they only use the components they were allowed yeah, to okay. use. And so they are watched back there just to be sure that nobody's making yeah. any changes that are not in compliance. This sounds like a movie or a reality show in the making. Yeah, they There's so many pieces. They've, they've got competitions with everything. Well, back before Halloween, we were watching a pumpkin carving competition. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's fine. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, they need me back there. I could be selling them uh, you know, <laughs> spare parts. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff on the side, on the down low. Have your, have your, have your little yeah. your yeah. trench coat with the, the pockets <laughs> on the right. inside. Yeah. Just the wheels right here, boys. Bigger motors yeah. right, right here. Right. <laughs> well, um, just... This is yeah. This is just great. Crowd participation is wonderful. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect to see. I mean, there's and it's just in grandmas and mamas and dads and aunts and uncles. I mean, these are students. Yes. And friends and mm-hmm. students and um, just wow. And we just have some spectators that heard about it and yeah. you know dropped in just to see what it's all about, like y'all. And I've, I've gotten that feedback from several. Had no idea this was what yeah. we were going to walk and, into and, uh, today. The is free, correct? Yes, okay. absolutely. Free uh, for the students to participate. Free for the spectators to. Com, so we, okay. we would love to have. We've got some seats still open. If anybody wants to join us, we're in the Kelly Gymnasium at Calhoun Community College here at the Decatur campus. Yeah, and it's going on till 4.30. So y'all, y'all, if y'all are, uh, I know Alabama's playing football, but once we <laughs> get that big lead and we start smoking <laughs> Wildcats, y'all get up and come down here and check out some of this cool robotic stuff. These kids are amazing. Um, their coaches are amazing. Real quick, I guess, before I, yeah. I brought that up. Now, are most of these coaches – teachers at the school or are they outside of school a little bit of we both? have a mix. a mix so okay. we do and we have mentors for the teams too or the oh, teams nice. have mentors okay. sometimes that's parents sometimes that's other teachers so that they have a lot of guidance for all these different areas because there are so many different areas that we that yeah, we yeah, kind of cover. have here yeah. with with those uh, marketing presentations like that's a whole different yeah, group game. of kids yeah. than the ones that are on the field right now driving robots yeah i might could accidentally do a little bit of that but that yeah. would be that would be my only kind that was yesterday. That was incredible. So what we do for the marketing presentations is the the kids come up and they present themselves as if they're a company. You know, I'm the CEO. This is my CFO. This is the lead engineer. You know, they may be eighth graders standing yeah. up there. So it's it's pretty incredible. And they kind of sell us their products Shark Tank style. So yeah. the judges are the the potential clients, the potential customers, and they tell us all about the process at their you know their made up company. That says a lot for a young person getting yeah. up there in front of somebody. And they you do. And, and they nail it. And, it's oh, incredible. Sure. Well, that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for putting this on. Thank you for joining us. Thank I know you you're for really being busy. Here. You got 
a hundred hats to wear today. <laughs> so, and this was um, glad you wore this hat. Yes. Shared your time with us. So, we appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the day. Thank and, uh, you. And have Thank us back you. sometime. Absolutely. The rest, the rest of the guys will be jealous if they weren't here. There's a bigger Excellent. crew than just yeah, us. Yeah, let them know. Come no, back next absolutely. year. We'll play again. All right. So Thank y'all. Thank, so Thank you so much. That was Lori Rohn, the director of the Best Boosting Engineering Science Robotics and Technology Competition here at Kelly Gymnasium. If y'all are listening, come down and join us. Um, it's, it's really fun time, and uh, all the kids are having a, just a great time out here with these robots. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big 1080. You can help Limestone County student-athletes by donating to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Send it in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613, or make it in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. We'll be back with Tailgate Talk after this. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Drug located on the square in downtown Athens is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. If your place on the water needs some attention, call BP Riverworks. Boathouses, docks, seawalls, and repairs. Call Baron Pew at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pew at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks. Licensed and insured, 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or a major sporting event, a picnic or a festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform. Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. 256-566-5298. Be listening for Limestone County Area High School Basketball this season from Play Action Sports. Hear coverage of girls and boys action from ABS, Ardmore, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Lindsey Lane, Tanner, and West Limestone online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app. Afterwards, you can download each game from the archives or stream it on demand. While you're there, check out our schedule of upcoming games. Limestone County Area High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. This is head football coach Jonathan Snyder of Ardmore High School, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC. Big 1080, Todd Divide, the talent Tom along with the fish extraordinaire Tim Lambert. 
joining us on our First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, are head basketball coaches, Coach Brian O'Donnell, boys head basketball coach of Ardmore, and girls coach Jared Kirkpatrick. Coaches, how are y'all this morning? Doing great. Good deal. Doing good. How about y'all? Doing all right, man. Sitting here watching all these uh, phenomenally intelligent young people, Rockies, robots, man. I'm glad there's some smart people in this world. I'm not one of them. <laughs> and these Me kids, either. Man, it's crazy, dude. It is crazy. I never would have dreamed. I don't know if y'all ever, either one of y'all ever been to a robotics competition? I have not. I have not. My wife uh, did robotics. Oh, really? It, but uh, I never had to go. No. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, it's different. I was hoping for BattleBots, but it's not BattleBots. Um, but, you know, it's a, it is some smart young people out there that's created these robots, and uh, they're doing some phenomenal stuff out there. But we're here to talk about basketball. Uh, Coach O'Donnell, y'all haven't played yet. Is that correct? That's correct. We uh, we, we start Monday night. Okay. And who do y'all open with? Uh, Dan Bull. Okay. And um, Coach Kirkpatrick, y'all are one and one. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, played in a tip-off tournament down in Vimont. Uh, played really well the first game. Did not play very well the second game. So, <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing that. I don't remember what the score was. I do remember seeing it thinking, ouch. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we were down 24-2 to two at the end of the first quarter. That's tough. Yeah, it's kind of hard to pull out of that hole, no doubt. Wow. So what's, what were they, like, pressing y'all full court? I mean, why, how'd y'all get in such a deep hole so quick? Uh, we were. It's a Saturday game. Our girls did not want to be there. That's uh, do it. the bottom line. They did. We turned the ball over a million times, and yeah, it was not good. We didn't want it to be anywhere in the world, but I'm on Alabama. But there, so. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Is it, and, and listen, I'm not talking talking about girls in any different way. I mean, boys, are, you know, similar in a lot. But man, when a girl don't want to do something, she don't want to do it. If she don't want to be there, she don't want to be there. And there's not much of culture or parent or anybody else can change that. That's for You're sure. You're not wrong about that. Oh my goodness. Um, so East Limestone Madison Academy um, in y'all's area. Uh, we talked to Coach uh, Moran right. and Coach Thompson earlier. And uh, they didn't have anything good to say about y'all. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> I'm an East Limestone guy, so I'm just ragging y'all a little bit. <laughs> of course, they respect y'all and what y'all do. Of course, we all do, coaches. <laughs> um, but what do y'all? I guess, uh, Coach Donald, we'll start with you. What are you looking forward to? Like, who do you have coming back? Um, and maybe it's coming up from JB or, or ninth grade teams or whatever that can help. Yeah, well, uh, no, first off, uh, yeah, East Longstone, uh, Coach Moran did a great job in, in his first year there. And uh, I know they return a lot of their scoring and playmakers. And I, I look for them to have another big year, uh, especially year two under him. I know he's got a lot coming back and runs a great system. Uh, and so they're going to have a great season. Uh, as far as it's us, uh, we return uh, – a decent amount of uh, our scoring. Our point guard will be back. Um, we had uh, our other kind of off guard that would have been a sophomore. He is out for the year. So we uh, oh, they kind of tend us out a little bit at the guard spot. But we've got a couple guys that have stepped up. Um, we've got one senior, uh, fairly amount of, uh, good amount of juniors, and then um, – a couple sophomores and three freshmen on varsity. So we're going to be very young, yeah. but um, 
our JV group, we've uh, that gives that opens up a lot of opportunities for those guys to kind of step in and and be able to have a bigger role and and be uh, asked to do a lot more than what they had to do in middle school. So we're really looking forward to our JV group and and what they're going to do this year. And we've got. Uh, a couple sophomores, and then for the most part, they're uh, all freshmen. So uh, that group is eighth graders uh, finished as county runner-up last year to Tanner. And so they, they've had a lot of success in middle school, and so uh, a lot of those guys that were playing smaller roles now are going to get to step up and, and kind of be the guy. So we're excited for that and to see yeah. what they can do and for uh, the program as a whole. So, yeah. Good deal. Coach Kirkpatrick, uh, what about you? What do you have coming back, and who do you see helping out? So, I have two seniors. Uh, both played a lot of minutes last year. They'll be uh, another year older and wiser, hopefully. We expect them to have a bunch of production. And then I have four juniors. Uh, Two of those have played significant varsity minutes for a long time, so we expect them and to do their thing. And then we have, uh, let's see, three tenth graders. I think is right. And uh, one of them played a lot last year. Two of them are new to varsity, and then a freshman will be playing varsity this year. This is her first year on varsity. She played middle school one year, JV one year, now varsity. So okay, wow. Um, what about as far as height? Are y'all very tall? You're more running, running, going, or run and go type style? Well, I told I told our girls we're all in between five nine and five six. I said, well, we don't, we're not going to be mismatched much. So we'll just play whoever you is closest to you. That's who you're guarding, and we'll just play from there. So yeah, that's about all you can do. All, yeah, we have we're. They're really long. Okay. Uh, they, I mean, long arms. You know, good help. build. So yeah. we're, we're. I would not say we're we're running gun, but we're uh, to what we can do uh, in that aspect of it. Yeah. We're not. Well, I mean, the you know game, yeah. Oh, yeah. The game's changed so much, and you know, we talk about this with all the coaches. You know, from especially when I played years and years ago, Tim as well. Um, you know, but you know, and I've seen y'all play. But you know, y'all like the whole, you know, get it out, go if it's there, take it. You know, if not. But what are y'all's philosophies on more like? You know, say you know you have that guard going to the hole, and they're right there for that layup. But analytics say go ahead and kick it out in the corner to that wide open shooter. Is that what y'all kind of like to follow? If we got a wide open layup, we better shoot the layup. But if I know my girls, we're going to kick it to the corner and shoot the three. <laughs> that's just the way he's played, man. It's crazy. Yeah, well, we like to shoot the three, but our whole philosophy is we better shoot it quick before we turn it over. So that's uh, if we hold the ball too long, we're going to end up turning it over. So we like to get it out quick, drive, get a good paint touch, and kick out three if we have to. So. Okay. Coach O'Donnell, about the same, or yeah. <laughs> no, we're 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 all going to be at the paint. We any chance we get it to get it inside the paint, we're going to look to get that layup. And uh, we we uh, we shoot threes. I, I think our three point percentage uh, from the start of the season to the end, and I think it improved uh, a fair amount. But we uh, we still uh, we like to you know attack the basket and really work on our finishes and get the two and. Uh, we'll, we'll shoot threes when we can get them, but uh, they need to be in rhythm. 
with the right yeah. guys shooting it. Yeah. And yep. uh, that's just that's that's kind of where we're at. And it's it's a little bit harder for us to live and die by it. The girls now they can. Uh, I think I predicted in their first game for them to hit ten threes. I think they hit nine. So wow. uh, it's it's fun watching them shoot it and get out here and practice. They they'll get out and practice and just. Uh, I mean, they may go and make seven in a row, and they're just a fun little group to watch. And um, we're getting there, but we, we still like to attack the basket as much as we can. Uh, it's crazy how we've, we've talked on the show uh, about how, like, you know, we were all growing up, we were either outside shooting ball all the time, or at least if you were driving around, you'd see somebody outside shooting ball, and you never, ever see that anymore. I happen to see a young man there on the corner of Tanner and uh, – Morrisville Road there. He was out there shooting his ball this morning. Made me smile because you just don't, you know, oh, yeah. you hardly see anybody out in the driveway anymore. But but uh, through the years, and, and I blame a lot of it on Seth Curry and the way he plays the game. And then, of course, a lot of people follow suit. But, you know, nobody can shoot that mid-range shot anymore. You know, it's amazing. They can hit a 20-footer. They can take it to the goal, but they can't hit a 12-footer or a free throw. We better not shoot that mid-range shot. No. Yeah, it's it's just a lost start. It uh, is kind of a pull up. Is uh, you see guys do it. Uh, you know, we we'll, we always we practice it uh, just within our shooting that we do. And and you see guys their footwork and they just kind of look so awkward doing <laughs> it. They're just uh, they're used to catching and shooting it, and it's yeah. it's funny to watch them. And it's like guys, that the way y'all look at three pointers is the way people used to look at pull ups. And uh, it's uh, it's funny to watch them, but uh, it is it's a lost start. And it's uh, it's something that you really have to practice. Uh, if you don't practice it, it's uh, I mean it's hard it's hard to hit that shot with footwork and just the way you're being guarded and yeah, things well, like that. Yeah, the spacing on the floor, the way it is nowadays, and everything. It's just yeah. it's just changed a lot. Um, so as far as a uh, oh, I was just gonna say, as far as a girls program, I don't like shooting it. It's uh, if you look at like the analytics and stuff, it's a lower point per possession shot. It's uh, Low percentage shot. I think it's because we don't practice it as much or anything else. So Coach I tell Kurt them if they shoot it, they better make it. So you're what you're. If they better make it. So you and Coach uh, Sam from Elmont, y'all probably have really good analytic conversations. I know he likes analytics a we, lot too. We do. Yeah, I imagine y'all we have some in depth stuff for sure. But who do y'all see in the area? I mean, obviously, you know, you mentioned East earlier. What about Madison Academy? I mean, they're always tough as well. So y'all are, y'all are really kind of in a tough spot. I mean, that's a tough area to be in. It's, it's not Lee and Jemison, I'll say that. Well, there you, that's I, I true. Like that. Yeah, I will take that. I'm, <laughs> but, I agree. Uh, I don't blame you. There's the girls' side on Madison Academy. They're going to be uh, – they had – Nine players last year, and five of them were seniors. So mm. they got—they're going to be younger. Bad part is that the majority of their produ- production is from the sophomore class, which they're uh, all back. So of course, they have three—three three guards that'll be juniors that all can fill it up and play. So it'll be—they'll be tough, no doubt. Well, good deal. I know, yeah, that's, uh, that's, I'm sorry, coach. Yeah, that's kind of with us. No, you're good. That's—that's that's about with us too. Our. Uh, they um, they played. I think they started last week, and uh, maybe it'd been two weeks ago, a week ago Thursday. They played uh, May Jemison and uh, beat them in overtime. And they um, again, Coach Berryman does a great job with those guys. This is his second year as well, 
and uh, he came from uh, as an assistant at UNA, and so oh, um, okay. they they had a really good JV group, uh, a really good varsity group, and uh, they lost a couple, but they have a good day coming back, and, uh, and you know again, they're very good as well. And, uh, it is. It's a tough area, like you said. It's not Lee and May Jemison, but uh, it, you know those two teams and programs are still really good and, and do a great job. Yeah. Well, we know y'all will do a great job too. We'll uh, certainly be out there covering some of y'all's games for Play Action Sports and and have y'all back on throughout the course of the season to catch up with you and see how both y'all's uh, teams are doing. Okay. Oh, that'll be perfect. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for joining us. You've been listening to boys basketball coach Brian O'Donnell and the girls basketball coach Jerry Kirkpatrick from the Ardmore Tigers. We appreciate them joining us. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big 1080. Congratulations to Tanner's Tylen Hall, our Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week and winner of a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from that shirt printing place. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter nominations for future polls. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Are you getting the propane service you deserve? At Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, you always get the most value for your dollar, professional gas personnel who make safety a high priority, and you can always get in touch with them any day of the year at any time. They accept Visa and MasterCard, too. So if you're not happy with your present propane supplier, join the many who have made the switch. Give Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore a call at 256-423-3320. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of Community First. First to lend a helping hand. First to help with community events and fundraisers. First to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations. First to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events. And most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street, open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Apple Beast Tailgate Talk this Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC Radio as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the Havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc and Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hello, this is Calvin Zip, former world record holder in the 100 meters, 1984 and 88 Olympian, and former Alabama track athlete, and you're listening to Tailgate Talk. 
Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WKC, the Big 1080. Todd Dubai, the talent Tomerlin, along with producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. Join us on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great. Our head basketball coach is Dale Taylor, boys coach, and girls coach Victoria Griggs of the Tanner Rattlers. Coaches, how are y'all this morning? We're great. Doing well. Good deal. Thank y'all for joining us. Um, coach Griggs, uh, well, so Coach Tanner, we'll start with you real quick first. Y'all haven't played any games, correct? Correct. We, we haven't. And, uh, uh, luckily, the football team won Friday night in a big game, so uh, we've played the game. Fortunately for us here, we've a lot of sports, and so we don't. We're missing a lot of pieces right now. Also, uh, we'll, we'll we probably won't kick off until after football season is completely over. Yeah, I mean I don't blame you, especially you have that many components out there on the football field. I mean it's and it's one of those things, and I hate that. I wish you know there was a a bigger gap there where um, teams weren't affected so much. I mean, I know as a basketball coach, you're used to it, but really shouldn't be something you have to get used to. It just shouldn't. I mean, it, I mean, I don't know what the answer is, obviously, especially if you got a team that goes deep in the playoffs, and, and as which Ratters could very well do. I mean, they got Pisca next week, I think, and if that's right. And um, so who knows? But anyway, um, Coach Griggs, um, y'all have started playing. <laughs> it ain't been a very good start to the season, has it? Uh, it has not, um, but um, we're we're in the gym working. Um, that that is the positive with us. Um, the football going a little bit longer. We get a, a couple more weeks to um, strategize and work in the gym. So uh, we're we're keep pushing. Yeah, and that's all you can do. I mean, but in, in, I don't even know how to to, to say it without. I mean. So what's the attitude? I mean, you're so you're 0 three, and, and in those three losses, none of them have been, you know, very close. Are the girls starting to already get down on themselves, or they are they able to, you know, see that they got to just continue to work to get better? Or, you know, how how do you present to them? You know, hey, keep your head on, keep your attitude up. It's going to get better. You know, it's not going to always be this way. I mean, how, it's got to be hard. It is tough, but I will say, uh, compared to my first year last year, um, you know, last year I started off with some really, really young girls, so mentally uh, they weren't mature enough to handle it. Uh, but this year, uh, my girls are a little bit older on varsity. Uh, have uh, two seniors that returned that hadn't played in a little while, but they play for me in volleyball as well. So that maturity oh, okay. and that leadership is there. And then uh, two pieces that I had from last year, um, uh, Paige Casterjohn and Alyssa Wesley, they're juniors. So they're, and it's funny, all four of these ladies, they play together on volleyball. And uh, we kind of struggled in volleyball too, but um, it's always one of those things, hey, we, we live to fight another day. Yeah. And that's the mentality that I've been pushing uh, for them uh, the last couple of years. And they're buying into that. And I've even heard them picking each other up uh, on the court and off the court. So as long as they keep doing that, I know, honestly, at the end of the day, we're looking uh, forward to area at the end um, because that's what tells all. That's right. Speaking of area, y'all are 2A, area 14. You got Lindsey Lane, Whitesburg Christian Academy, and the Alabama School of Cyber Technology and Engineering. Um, just listening to the name of that <laughs> school, you would think, you know, like, wow, y'all just going to whoop up on a bunch of geeks. I'm sure that's not the case. But <laughs> that's what it sounds like to most of us anyway. 
Um, yeah. That's for sure. Um, go ahead. They're better than what you think. Oh, well, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, and I actually, I went in and looked on their webpage, and it was kind of interesting. They definitely don't have sports on the front fork. You had to... For, forefront, you had to look around to find their sports, and once you found it, looked at their teams, you were like, "Wow, they, yeah, you can tell they've got some athletes on both, you know, both boys and girls." So um, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Lindsey Lane, you know, year in year out, so it's pretty good, and Westburg Christian is too. So y'all are in a pretty tough area, both y'all. Coach Tyler, you want to talk a little bit about it? Uh, yeah, our. Yeah, uh, Cybertech School will be a lot better this year. They've got a, a new coach over there, and um, he's probably going to bring some guys in, I'm sure, and then um, and, and build on what they had last year. You know, we played them on our senior night, and it was really a, a close game. First few minutes of the game, they got some confidence, and we had to really battle back to beat them. But, um, you know, Lindsey Lane, they, they lost quite a few guys from their team last year, and, and Whitesburg, you know, they'll be solid. They're well coached, and, you know, they're – they lost um, the Matthews kid and a few of their shooters they have, but they had some young guys that were really good. They got him, one kid that's really good. It was just an, an eighth grader last year. Um, so, you know, we're going to we're gonna have our work cut out for us, um, and we're just going to have to come to compete every day once football is over. Yeah. And now, um, the Cyber Technology, do they have their own gymnasium, or where do they play their home games? I'm sorry, broke up a little bit. Uh, last played all their home games away. Um, this year, however, they're playing their home games at Alabama A&M. So uh, we'll be playing them over there, an away game, and then obviously playing him, them here on, on our campus for our home game. So I think they've uh, got a deal with A&M to play all their games in their gymnasium. Okay. Well, that would be very cool to be able to play you know, over at A&M. I think the kids will love that experience for sure. Uh, Coaches, are y'all still with us? There we go. Yeah, dancing a little bit, make sure we keep service. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, you were pretty good, Coach Griggs, but Coach Taylor was kind of dropping off there, and I was like, well, hey, maybe he needs to stand on one foot or something. Well, I was, I'm in Tanner, actually. My, my daughter's playing this morning here at Tanner, and our self service out here is, is horrific. So oh, uh, maybe you can hear me a little bit better now. Oh, um, yes, that's better. Yeah. That Hold, much better? Yeah, okay. yeah. Hold your mouth just like that. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Won't move. Um, I'd asked uh, – we talked to uh, Coach Moran and Coach uh, Thompson from East Limestone earlier. I'd asked him about this asked him about this new foul rule and what they thought about mm-hmm. it. What's, what, what are y'all's impressions about it? Well, I'm, I'm an old-school kind of guy, so, you know, I'm not big on a lot of change, but – you know, I think it could definitely make uh, things interesting at the end of the game. You're going to have to evaluate your foul situation, and, and you know, there's not going to be any, hey, we got fouls to give. We can, you know, um, foul them right here to extend the game, make them throw it in. You know, some of those some of those things you're going to have to cut out. Um, I think it takes out some of the fun of the game, too, knowing that you got a one-and-one one instead of a and instead of a uh, – Two, a two-shot situation, so uh, I think that would help to keep some of the games interesting at the end when you got those one-and-ones, you know, and, and they need one one bucket makes it a three-point game or a two-point game, and now they're going to automatically get two two opportunities at it. Um, you know, so it's going to take some getting used to, and, and to be honest with you, it's something that we're going to have to play some games and see how we're really going to manage at the end of the games, especially, um, and handle those situations. Um, but well, I was just going to ask you, because I haven't asked the other coaches, 
did, at least that I can remember. Is this something that is a done deal, or is this something they're just going to do this year and take a look and then let y'all kind of maybe evaluate it if that's something that they want to keep moving forward, or is it just this uh, is the way it is? I think NFHS has, has, has passed it, and I think this is something they're sticking with. Uh, from what I understand, they've you know always doing the running the data, and they say you know situations people get injured and stuff like yeah, that are on the free throw yeah. line and fouling at the end of the game, stuff like that. But you know, um, I just don't see the necessarily from my standpoint the reason of doing it. Um, really, uh, the, the reasons they give are a little. Uh, oh, they're flimsy. Mediocre they're flimsy for, for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, they're, they're, uh, they're but, not real. Know, I mean, I don't. But I, I, um, I think they're gonna. I think it's here to stay, though. Yeah. Well, I hate that. I mean, I think it takes a lot of strategy for y'all coaches um, out of the game. Um, y'all are too young to remember. Me and Tim can, but back in the day in the NBA, they had the bonus. You remember that team yeah. where you went to the free throw three line to make two, three to make two. Yeah. Um, which they, you know, thank goodness, took out the NBA game, which isn't even basketball anymore. But that's beside <laughs> the point. But. Um, <laughs> It's not, but, but I don't know. I just I, I really hate the fact that they did this. I mean, I don't care what kind of data they're looking at. Nobody's getting hurt any more twisting an ankle or hurting a knee on a free throw than they are in a third quarter rebound, you know, after a timeout or whatever. Right, I don't right. know. It's, yeah, it's, you're, it's ridiculous. You're going for a rebound after a second shot. I mean, how, how much more dangerous is that than going for the rebound after the first shot? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Reminds me of the. the and I rule. think it's maybe just an effort too to cut down on fouls in general, because you know once you get to that five threshold in the quarter, then you're automatically going to those two. And and if you guys get that in their mind, then maybe they're less likely to foul. Well, and yeah, and the other coaches have brought that very fact up. But then that, you right. know, I, it's that's going to change the defensive, um, not strategy, but uh, I don't know, aggression, yeah. you know, or whatever. Right. You know, I mean, intensity is going to change it. And I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see how it all plays out. So maybe it's more having to do with the the injuries from maybe an in, intentional foul. Uh, oh, nobody gets bat hurt on I, AMO. I don't know. I'm just, you know. I mean, somebody's touching somebody's rear end. Trying to help out. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving them, trying to give them benefit well, of the doubt. I don't give them I mean, benefit I, I'm going, I'm going back to the – yeah, I keep thinking about the rules they had during COVID with the jump balls yeah. and all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Only jump balls in overtime. Like you couldn't get you couldn't get COVID in overtime, but you can't do it during you know. <laughs> couldn't do jump balls in the first quarter because God forbid somebody might get COVID. Right. You know, I mean it's right. amazing at some of the stuff. And these are people that are important and they make decisions for all of us. And that's what's sad. <laughs> but anyway, um, well y'all, we're looking forward uh, to to both y'all seasons. Uh, Coach Grease, we know you're going to turn it around. We'll be uh, rooting for the girls. And I know it's um, you know the way the season's starting out. It's you know, I won't say looking bleak because it's early. It's early, and so oh, yeah, you know, it's very early. Um, they can they can do it. Now I know with you at the helm, um, they certainly got that opportunity. Uh, Coach Taylor, we're looking forward to watching well, the boys play too. So um, yeah. we'll have y'all back on during the course of the year and see how everything's going. Sure. Well, we appreciate you guys having us. We're looking forward to the season as well, and maybe we can get you guys out to a few games. This Absolutely. Season. Yeah. Plaques and Sports will come out there, and we'll and we'll cover a couple of them for y'all. So, looking forward to that. So. Great. Well, all right. Well, that was boys coach Dale Taylor, girls coach Victoria Griggs of the Tanner Rattlers. Appreciate them being on and joining us. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big Ten Eighty. 
If you have a question, comment, or idea for Tailgate Talk, you can email it to tailgatetalk at hotmail.com. We'll be right back with more of Applebee's Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street, open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems and going forward we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect at ardmore telephone our proof is the test of time running decades deep we're ardmore telephone and we are here to stay for more details call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net when things go wrong state farm is here to help life go right and agent michael howell is the one who can help get things back on track see michael for your auto home life health property and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens. Growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000 square foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den GM about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, the Lion's Den GM, 256-652-2627. PASnetwork.net. It's now your gateway to the Play Action Sports Network. Whether it's play action sports coverage of school, youth, and amateur sports from Athens and Limestone County, or Calhoun basketball, James Clement Sports, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk via PAS Plus. PASnetwork.net. Follow the links to download apps to hear live streams and podcasts, enable Alexa skills, or listen live on your computer. Covering Athens and Limestone County area sports, PASnetwork.net. This is Oscar Barnes at Tanner High School, and we're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk here on WK. You see the Big 1080, Todd Debod, the town of Tomerlin, along with producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. We're here at the Calhoun Community College at the best robotics um, competition. Um, I want to do a quick rundown before we join our next guest. Um, the teams that are involved today are Decatur, Austin, Robotics Coalition, so pretty cool that the schools of Decatur and Austin, the big rivals and everything else, are combining. Um, for this competition, you got Athens Bible School, you got Randolph, Winfield High School, Crossroads Christian School, 
Pleasant Valley High School and Huntsville Christian Academy. So wishing all of them good luck. They're down there competing. This has been a really cool day, and it goes on to 4.30 here at um, Kelly Gymnasium at Calhoun Community College. So if y'all want to come see some cool robotics, come on down. Um, like I said, it lasts till 4.30. Now we're going to be joining our special guest segment sponsored by Y'all Hammer Roofing, our SEC guru, A.P. Stedham. A.P., how you doing this morning? Hey, hey, good morning, good morning. So glad to be on Applebee's Tailgate Talk, WKAC, 1080 AM, Athens, Alabama. Well, man, thanks for joining us. I know you've had a hectic morning. You are at the Duke, North Carolina game. That's very cool. Should be a very good game. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, I was hoping to see Riley Leonard, but I don't think Riley's going to play today for Duke. You know, he played at Fair Oak High School, and I saw him play high school football and yeah. basketball. Could have played both sports, but uh, we'll get a chance to see Drake May. His original commitment to Alabama, I believe. Yeah, so was. he's one of those top quarterbacks, so I'm interested to watch him play. I've never covered a game at Carolina. And then tomorrow I'll go to see Carolina play basketball, too. I can't remember the oh, opponent, but dude. we're going to watch him play basketball tomorrow. I hate well. you right now, man. North Carolina's <laughs> my second team i've got more north carolina <laughs> basketball stuff than i probably got alabama and i've got more basketball i've got more alabama basketball stuff than i do football so it shows you how much i love the game of basketball but oh my um, goodness yeah i told you a while ago the score was uh alabama 21 to nothing uk just scored so it's a minute 30 left to go in the first and it's 21 to 7 now so kentucky did get on the board unfortunately yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like Jalen Milrow, he has hit his stride right yeah, now. I think Last so. time I looked, he was six for six. At the time I looked, he, probably the statistics changed, but uh, Alabama's become potent on offense, and they played relatively good defense. We know in this era, defense is all relative. Uh, so, but Kentucky, they, they, they could come back out of my guess. They got a, you know, player of the year from the ACC two years ago, Devin Lear, the quarterback, and they got three receivers that are pretty good players if they can catch the football for them, support them. Yeah. But, uh, but anyhow, so 20, 21-7. Yeah, Jalen's seven for seven, 108 <laughs> yards and two TDs, and Lear is three for six, 14 yards and one TD. So, even though he's three for six right. for 14 yards, he did throw a touchdown pass, so. Anyway, um, we got some other big games. You know, you got Auburn and Arkansas at Arkansas. Razorbacks favored. That was I thought that was uh, interesting. By by three, yeah, by three points. But you know what happened was you know Rocket Sanders came back. So, you know, he had 90, 90 yards or so the whole entire year. He hadn't played, yep. and he had 100 last year in that victory overtime uh, down in Gainesville, Florida. So that's a difference for that, for that offense. Maybe that's why he was a difference and why they're playing. Plus, they're playing at home, yeah. and uh, they're, they're trying to play in a lot of pride. I, 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 you know, I know Auburn and Arkansas, that game kind of goes back and forth through the years. Yeah. Yeah, it does. In, in Arkansas, you know, they've always given Alabama off and on grief and Auburn as well. So, um, you know, Sam Pittman, I like him as a coach. He's he's done a good job there. Record doesn't really reflect it, I guess. But um, you right. know, they're, they're never an easy out, it doesn't seem. So, you know. No, no. No, sure. they played uh, – I saw them play LSU tough. I, you know, they played Alabama tough. So, yeah, yeah they've got some talent. And yeah. – uh, it just depends on how they're, how they're clicking on offense that day. But Rocket yeah. Sanders is back, so that's a big lift for them. Yeah, before we get into more ACC games, the news came down last night about uh, Harbaugh being suspended um, through the last three regular season games um, right. through the whole recruiting slash, I guess, stealing signs, whatever all. Right, signs, stealing, right. Um, right. Of course, they've got Penn State. They're playing right now. I haven't seen a score. I believe they're playing an 11 o'clock game. Right, um, zip. it was zero zero last time I checked, and I got off the plane. Um, but Michigan's the the line didn't move. They're still 
um, favored by like four and a half. So um, didn't yeah. affect didn't affect him being there or not. Of course, you got Ohio State coming up. Don't know if it'll affect right. that or not, but. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the NCAA goes. That was just something the Big Ten did. That's not even the NCAA right. ruling or, or punishment no. or whatever. No, it's amazing how you have these scenarios and they have not been thought out beforehand when they make these decisions. It seems like, I mean, they had some things in place that they're trying to apply, but everybody's not on the same page as, as far as the jurisdiction of the ruling. So I think that's that's the question mark right now. The Michigan doesn't believe that uh, the Big Ten could hand out hand down that ruling, so they're trying to get the injunction, which yeah. I think will be on Monday. They're trying to be in court on Monday. It didn't work out for this weekend they, yeah. because they pulled because they they extended it on Friday, yeah. Friday late in the afternoon. And, and right, and I forgot all about that. And you're right because before I left to come to the show this morning, they were talking about that very thing that it still wasn't a done deal that Harbaugh wasn't was not going to be on the sidelines. So I haven't seen if <laughs> yeah. he's there or not. He he very well may be there right now for all I know um, because right, of that injunction. Yeah. I don't know if they. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like, if you if you apply for the injunction, does that mean you get to continue on as if nothing happened, or if you have to wait for a ruling from that injunction? I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to, w- you have wait, to wait for the ruling from okay. the judge. I think, and I don't. I don't think he was going to hear it until Monday or something like that. That's okay. the last I read about it. But I think Harbaugh made the trip. I think he made the trip over there to Penn State. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he was hoping you know something would happen between now and this morning that would allow him to coach. So. He can, yeah. he can oh, yeah. sit up in a booth and, or sit in the locker room and eat popcorn and watch it from there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. They, um, yeah. I don't know. That's the way it worked out. You just proceed, right? You carry on. That's, That's the way right. well, in life you got to carry on. Yeah, they were showing a lot of the players wearing shirts from earlier in the year how um, it was like Michigan versus everybody, you know, because he was suspended <laughs> earlier in the year for whatever. Right. And uh and so they're trying to take that mentality on, right? Like everybody's against right. us and it's us against the world right. or whatever. So whatever motivates right, right. you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a little advantage, right? Because they've been without their coach for three yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. And if he's going to be three May more. May not affect like, them. Yeah. May not affect them. May not. Um, speaking of other big games, you got Ole Miss and Georgia. Uh, Dogs yes. favored by 11. I, I don't – I don't see. I mean, maybe early on, maybe first half, Ole Miss gives them a little grief. But well, I mean, what what's your take? I I just don't. You know, right? What what team will show up? The one that scored the ten points against Alabama on the road, or the team who scored fifty five against LSU? No yeah. defense at home. And you know, let's you know, when you think of Georgia, you think of defense, correct? Yes. But oh, yeah. you know, and you think of offense for Ole Miss. Ole Miss is averaging thirty eight points a game. Wow. What do you think Georgia's averaging? 39. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize it was that so, high. So, so, I mean, they score a lot of points, Georgia, yeah. without Brock Bowers, okay? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. They've been missed a beat. No. So, Ole Miss leads the SEC plus eight in turnover margin. Ooh. I'll give you an example. Penn State is the leader in the country at plus 16. But Ole Miss leads the SEC with plus eight. And Georgia's on the plus side as well. So, Ole Miss is going to need a turnover. They're going to have to get a few stops. And then that's, you know... They have to have their offense operating on all cylinders. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's not yeah. a given. That's not a given. If they, they, they stop Georgia, it doesn't mean that their offense is going to be 
uh, scoring touchdowns and putting points on the board. But they have to play an excellent game. No no turnovers for them. Low, low on penalties. Get the ball in the end zone. No field goals. Yep. Special but, teams, you know, block, punt, yeah. return here, there, something. Interception. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. Big. Can they do it? You know, they got three receivers that got – that have, I think – Oh, close to 400 yards apiece. That I think probably have the best three receivers, maybe as a unit in the in the conference, maybe. And uh, you know they have the two running backs, Bentley the fourth, and Quinchon Judkins. So can they get everybody uh, having a, a productive day? And is this old Miss team ready to contend? Are, are they pretenders or contenders? Yeah, yeah, you got a good point. I guess we'll find out here in a little bit. See where yeah, they stand. So. so. Yeah, so they, they've had time to suffer through the bad loss against Alabama. And Lane Kiffin this week, uh, he said they're playing with house money because when they played Alabama, remember, Alabama was was not playing well, I think coming off that South Florida yeah. debacle. and But now Ole Miss, they're playing with house money because nobody's expecting them to win. And, you know, Alabama's in the lead in the SEC Western Division. So Ole Miss can do many, many things on offense and not have any regret. That is the truth, man. Well, AP, buddy, we appreciate you as always joining us. Um, hey, we caught you right in the midst of, you know, getting from the airport and all that good stuff. So thank you for always uh, <laughs> your willingness to come on and share your expertise with us. Um, and and uh, have a great time at the ball game today. Have even a better time at the basketball game tomorrow. Um, I'll be looking for you on TV, buddy. Okay, thank you so much. Right. Really appreciate it, as, right. as always. Take care. Bye-bye buddy. now. That was appreciate AP Statham, our ACC guru, and we have – come to an end of another great show um once again here the best boosting engineering science robotics and technology competition at kelly gymnasium at calhoun community college um if you're in the vicinity and you want to see some cool stuff definitely come on down i can assure you it's gonna be a good time and you'll see some great stuff tim thanks as always for a great lineup and for all that you do and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to a new set of coaches and special guests next week You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC, the Big Ten A. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk live on location. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. on 1080 WKAC. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.